Hello, hello, and welcome to My Tennis Journey, where we aim to bring compelling tennis stories to life. As you're listening today, it'd be amazing if you could hit subscribe or follow. It's free, you know. Today, I am really excited because at the club where I coach, Church Broughton, we have just gone live with a paddle tennis court. And it's it's a game which is, I guess, well, it's new to us at the club. It's been getting a following because, you know, the LTA have brought paddle on board. It's something that we may have seen on social media, but uh, we may have played it when we're in Spain or Lanzarote or somewhere like that. But now we're getting an opportunity to play it at our club. And I thought it'd be a great thing to do would be to find out a little bit more about it. And I hope this will be useful to people, Church Broughton in Derbyshire, beyond Derbyshire, who are interested in paddle. And I thought a great guest to speak to about paddle would be Paul Hargrave from PDH Sports. If you don't know PDH Sports, uh, they're a leading UK racket sports online retailer. And what I love about the guys at PDH Sports is that whilst they are online and have been online for a long time, um, they almost have the sort of approach of an old school sports shop where it's an absolute emphasis on service, on trying to do the best for the customers. So uh, it's a great, and I know that Paddle is a, a growing part of the business. So welcome to the show, Paul Hargrave. How are you doing, Paul? Yeah, very well. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for the introduction. And uh, yeah, I'm pleased and excited to be on this uh, podcast with you as the Paddle expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. And I mean, we've got to start. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will have heard of, of Paddle Paul, but they might not know what it actually is. And, and, you know, on reflection, when our court opened for play the other, I didn't really know what it is, you know. So tell us, Paul, for those who are listening out there, how would you describe what Paddle, what Paddle Tennis actually is? Paddle, really... It's, you know, it's played with a net, so it has the similarities of tennis, um, but you're in a cage. So, um, you know, there's the back wall, you can hit off the back cut side walls as well. So it also has some of the sort of subtleties of like the squash as well. So it's kind of, it's brought on um, like a multitude of different racket sports. And that's really sort of one of the things that makes it so popular is, you know, is that a tennis player what suddenly goes, oh, I'll have a go at that because they've played it. A squash player also, or badminton players. Like we, you know, obviously we played for the first time at the Church Broughton Courts on Monday and I, I brought badminton players, squash players. And, you know, this is another one of the things that's, that really is sort of great about the game. It's very inclusive to anybody that has played racket sports, but also because of the fact that you're playing with basically a big, big fat paddle, now these like that, that's not a great way to describe it because some of these bats are like three three hundred and fifty pound at the top end, and they're they're filled with like the the most high tech sort of materials you can get. But it it's like a, so you've got the paddle. It's shorter. It's closer to the hand as well, which is also I think one of the reasons why it's a little bit easier to play because you know you you're you're the perception of how far away the ball. It's closer. Yeah. Mate, you know, you've, you've mentioned it and it's you've, that it's great for tennis, that it's great for squash players, for badminton players. I've got to add a category because it really helped me with the bat. 
Yeah. It is great for swing ball players. Yes. If you play swing ball as a lad, yeah. as an adult, and I mean, I that's how I started playing yeah. racket sports. My first racket sport was swing ball. And you remember those black, chunky rackets that yeah. were made of plastic. But yeah. the way that it looks, that's kind of what a paddle racket looks like. But it's made from really high-tech materials. It, it, it's a swing ball racket, yeah. Right, and, isn't it? Yeah, and, and like, you know... You've probably never come across anyone that's never liked swing ball because it's, you know, again, it's like you could play it like as a four year old or as an adult. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I, I've I've taken some I've taken my kids on the courts. They, you know, I've got one of them's a keen tennis player. One of them's more into golf and, and a bit of squash. And and also they brought a friend who's like not necessarily a rackets person. And we were able to have a great game because it is. Like I say, it's almost like a swing ball sort of mentality where it's that it's just it's fun to play. But obviously, at the highest level, there's a massive skill level yeah. as well. Um, you know, it's it's not it, it it really does step up. If you watched any of the footage on Instagram and things like that with the things, the high level um, is just crazy. It's, now. it's like like watching your good self and Felix on the court the other day <laughs> talking to this high level Instagram stuff. Yeah, um, yes. Fred, we, 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 we've covered the, the, the fact it's fenced. We've covered the fact that it's kind of like a smaller tennis court, 25% smaller than a tennis court. Um, <laughs> we've covered the rackets. What about the balls? What kind of balls are we using? So the balls are very similar to like your tennis ball, really. Um, you know, I think they they possibly feel a little bit softer, but they're the equivalent of a tennis ball. You know, um, they there are there are paddle specific balls, um, so the, there is some difference there. But yeah, it's effectively like a a tennis ball. So and once you're on the court, you know you're hitting top spins. You can hit uh, your little cut shots. You know, like as a former squash player the one thing that I love to do when I'm playing against the tennis players is put those little backhand <laughs> cut shots in and a little bit of side spin and and then obviously you throw in the back wall and the tennis players like what is this because they're going one way and it's hitting the wall and coming back and so it. it's yeah but you know it's very like you saw with us on Monday like by the end of the hour everyone's skill level had really grown very quickly yeah um so yeah it was good you know, I mean, it, it, it will come on to your reasons why you love it, Paul. But, you know, I'm a, I'm a tennis player who, you know, when I used to play squash, I used to have a double-handed backhand. But uh, at tennis, like, you know, I love to slice. I love to chop. I love to charge. I love to volley. And yeah. having just played uh, paddle for the first time ever, I just kind of feel it suits me for those reasons. You know, like I love my topspin and, you know, you, of course you can be hitting topspin, but it's all the different variations that you need on yeah. that paddle court, isn't it? It's all those different kinds of shots. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was... Yeah, you, uh, can be very, you can be very creative, I think, on the court. It's not all about, um, you know, the paddle. And it's, I say, you can try and get the ball to the back. You can power your your forehand top spins or you can cut little angles. So it's, it's a very much, uh, and then also there's the volleying. So you've got, you know, there's quite a lot of volleying, especially if you're playing doubles, you know, that you are trying to get into the net and, and uh, cut those angles off. So. Yeah. And yeah. doubles, it's doubles, you know, it's largely, I'm sure singles is played, but it's, it's largely a doubles game, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I say, I mean, one of the, 
one of the things like if we, if we talk about like the reasons why like I am getting into the game and is because it does seem to have a, a, like a very social like like sort of benefit to it and the doubles in particular you know I mean so far I've never come off where anyone's been smashed off the court um, and it's always created some kind of laughter somewhere along the line and um, yeah it, it's a it's a it's a very social but you're close you know sometimes you'll find you're, you're literally on top of each other so there is there's a lot of like close contact as well so you're not miles away because the court's a little bit you know smaller than say a tennis court so it does really add a very sort of social side to the game and you know, whilst you are burning the calories, which are all important for all of us, um, I wouldn't say that, especially in doubles, that you're ever going to find yourself like exact. You know, you could you could play probably for two hours if needed. You, it's like one of those games. It's thirty minutes, hour. But if you did go on, we you know we got knocked off within an hour last week because obviously they were doing the the church board. And it was an hour on, hour off, and um, you know I would have loved to have had another hour. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the social element. So number one of the things you love is is the social element. And and just to give you an example on that. So yesterday I have uh, on a on a Wednesday I have a tennis lesson with with three lads, uh, teenage years just entering, but uh, relatively new to the game of tennis. And uh, we did the lesson on the paddle court yesterday, and uh, they loved it. They loved it. They really loved it. And but what what I loved about it was that two of the mums were there. And yeah. the two mums came on and joined the lads and, and they played doubles together. And the mums, I guess, one of whom has definitely played tennis before, um, yeah. but not for a little while. And one, I'm not sure, has played much tennis before, but had a really good eye. They could rally. They could play. They were having fun as a family. Like, yeah. you know, from a social point of view, like you said, Paul, you had fun as a, you know, you're looking forward to it as a family. It's a great social sport, isn't it? hundred percent. I mean, like, you know, at the moment you'll see like my, my again, referring to my kids, but my kids are really into like formula one and like, uh, you know, they'll be watching that on the Sunday and they're following the formula one drivers. And if you look at any of the formula one drivers, they all play paddle. <laughs> like you'll see them. And like, so like it's invested, it's, it's become a very trendy sport. You know, you'll see David Beckham on his Instagram playing it. Uh, Jürgen Klopp, He's even got like his own court apparently, and in uh, in Germany, he, he, Jürgen Klopp even has a range of uh, paddle rackets. So it's uh, so it's been like you know like there's a, there's been a, quite a, an interest, um, you know, like say for my kids of like if they're going oh well if if Charles Leclerc is like uh, playing it, Dad, can I play it? And uh, you know that it's very it's it's very much a trendy sport at the moment and. You know, my, when I've played it abroad on, because it's everywhere abroad. I mean, in the UK, really, it's, you know, 2020, it probably started to arrive. 2021, like last year, we really saw like a, a, a big kind of new, like rise in, in popularity. And then now it's like just really exploding and there's more courts everywhere. But, you know, I, I played with my wife on holiday in, in Lanzarote and, you know, while she tries to play tennis, um, it's very much, you know, the longer you've got to shape the ball, you know, she's more natural than like a flatter. And, and that's what I think it does is you, you can be, like I say, you can be very skilled at it, but also 
you can bat it over there and end and, and end up with a good rally. Come on. I mean, it's now gone right to the top of my bucket list is to play Jurgen Klopp at, at, at Paddle, man. I mean, I want to know how good he is. Yeah, well, I say he's got his own. He's, he's really into it. And, uh, um, yeah, I mean, like we're, in the UK, we've we've relatively slow. I mean, you know, I, I've gone to Spain on many a family holiday and, and you know, it can be 40 degrees and, and they're, they're, the paddle courts that they have there are just playing all day, every day. They're like mad for it. And it's, it's I think, like, you know, obviously I, as a retailer, but speaking with all the brands, um, that we sell, they they can see the the rise in the game from from the European countries and stuff like that, and it's mm. we we, th- we we're coming. I mean, the other, the other the other big draw is that, like, say, like I know we we're referring to Church Board quite a bit, but they there's a pay and play aspect as well as being a member of a club, and I think that's that's going to be happening across the country. Is that you know. You could pay twenty-five pounds for for the court, but if it's four of you, you, split the costs, and it's you know you can you don't have to be a member of an exclusive club. That's what will happen. There will be clubs all across the country, and to give you accessibility. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's um, I mean, we'll come on to your next one, but certainly the as we've we've discussed the sociability, the family element um, is so important, and and the certainly from a church Broughton point of view. The affordability and, and we see it as very much you know a community resource because yeah. you know the membership packages are very reasonable or the pay to play is very reasonable we've been supported by south derbyshire district council in actually developing the facility and by east midlands airport community funds so for us the fact that you know those guys have supported us means we're just driven to make it a community resource to get as many people playing as we can and we're already seeing the benefits of that and we've got a big open day on the first of may that i know that the pdh team will be along to as well and yeah exciting time so next one paul we've talked about well we've talked all sorts of areas but sociability and family what what else are you excited about the other big one especially going back to like with my wife is the underarm serving as a, as a, as a you know as a as a squash family we don't always you know the, the overall tennis thing so that's like uh, and now you know like I know we're, we're laughing about it but the amount of people that have said to me I love the fact that I can start the game with an underarm serve I know that Kyrgios and players might do it in the thing, but you actually do start the game with an underarm serve. So that's, a, that's again, and that makes it really inclusive. I just think it's a brilliant one. It, it, serving well at tennis is hard. Yeah. It's a real skill. And if you put the, the time and the effort in to learn the right grips, the right swing pass for the different serves, etc., then serving like is a beautiful thing it's yeah. probably my favorite thing in tennis when i go down to the courts it's what i practice yeah but it's hard so you know in terms of somebody who's like new to a game and learning how to serve there's so many different chunks yeah to the serve there's the throw up there's the racket take back there's getting to the 1990 there's the racket drop there's throwing the edge there's pronation there's putting that sword into the sheath, these different elements, which make it hard. And then if you've got a gale blowing like it is outside, you can have the best throw in the world and it blows off down the other way and yeah. makes it even harder. So 
the very fact that you serve in paddle by bouncing the ball, serve it over underarm means that within, I would say, an hour, you know, anyone who's got a good eye can be serving well. And that is a massive difference compared to tennis, isn't it? Yeah, and I think, like, you know, without sort of bashing the tennis, because the tennis, like you say, it's such an important part, but you will find, you know, you will find somebody that works really hard at their tennis and develops a really great serve. If you come across that person, it's quite hard to play against, isn't it? Because they're like this, the balls are coming down at 100 miles an hour. And like, you know, and like some, you know, a lot of people, that is, that's a really... That is the game. That's what you work for. But so it, the, what this paddle really does bring is it doesn't necessarily change it. You might, if you are a tennis player, you might, that still may become your number, is your number one sport. But this is really, it's really just, it's something new and it's, and it's, it's very, say the big thing really is the, the inclusivity as a, as a sports person that you can play. I mean, like, you know, I'm never not going to be a squash player. But now I play paddle, pickleball, and like I say, I've, like with all these these sports like this, I can take my family much more. I feel um, and go and have a weekend, a game, and we have a family banter who's yeah. winning and stuff like that. And yeah. and and uh, I, I've noticed the difference, um, you know, in, in in sort of how we come off the court. Invariably with the tennis, my boys are like, that serve was in, that serve was out, and uh, they're very competitive. And I don't think that will change. And like I said, I think that's 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 a different thing with the tennis. But this is this definitely adds uh, more of a family vibe, I feel. It, the kind of two works together because the serve and the way that it works means that it's a great leveller. Yeah. So it's a leveller with family members. It's a leveller with club members. It's actually a leveller with mates because yes. you know if you because tennis is hard. Tennis yeah. is hard, and tennis is beautiful, and I love it, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. But I know I could go down with some of my mates, and if they've got good tracking skills, good ability to uh, hand-eye coordination, they can hit a ball. They'll be able to play paddle. And, and we'd be able to have a game, perhaps, in a way yeah. that we wouldn't in tennis. So I think that the sort of the sociability, the family, the leveller, put it all together and you've got a pretty potent algorithm, haven't you? Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, that's, I think that's the big thing. Like I said, I, I, as a back in the day squash was, I mean, you know, the other thing for me now is like, as I'm getting to sort of my, the older age, like, I quite enjoy the fact that I can go and play these this racket sport and it's not going to take me two weeks to recover. <laughs> you know, I could go and play the next day. Whereas like, uh, you know, that, and that, that, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's important now as well. Yeah. Um, so, but like I said, it, the, I don't think like everyone I've spoken to, if they're a, they're a hardcore tennis player or a hardcore or squash player, that will still be their sport, but this is like this is really something that the beauty is. You know, we're in a we're in a world where it's football, 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 and this really is just like well, I feel it like gives us even more of a playing field against yeah. these other sports. You know, the, the kids don't want to see, and it's also giving us something against the. And I'll say the word fight, children, um, adults as well, losing themselves in the online world. 
yeah. you know, losing themselves on the tablets and the gaming and all these things. It's a way for us to say, come out into the fresh air and yeah. try a sport and get all the benefits that go with it. And if it's if it's easy for them to pick up a racket and have a go, if it's easy for them to get a family together, why why wouldn't we embrace that? You know, so yeah. I think it's all really good. Now I know I mean, the, th- the third one. I've got to ask you though, Paul, because from a third one that you love, and I'm sure, I don't even know if you'd say it, so I'll, I'll line you up for this one. But you know, I was chatting to uh, Babalat, and they were saying how uh, my sponsor about how excited they are about paddle. How about from a business point of view? I'm interested in this because, you know, is is the uh, the sort of buzz around paddle is that translating into a, a a business sort of arena for PDH and for all the other retailers out there? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, like you know, I've been in the the industry probably since 1992 with my original background, so I've been in it a long time. And um, one, it's exciting to have like a new sport. But yeah, I mean, I've got access to like the kind of figures in terms of sales and stuff of what's coming. And, you know, they're, they're predicting this year up to 25,000 paddle bats may be sold in 2022, which is obviously is exciting. Um, you know, like we, everyone that plays within our business is uh, like, we, we say we're, we're racket experts because we've got, you know, we, we all play the sport. So it's it's just great to have a new sport. Now there are, I mean, there are people out there, Paul, who within our sport, within squash, I'm sure, who were saying, you know, they're not big fans of paddle. That potentially it's a threat to the existing sports. Yeah. What would you say to those people? Well, I would say when you play it, you, it's not a threat because you will still, like I say, I still believe that if you are uh, you know, you, it's just it's an it's an extra game. It doesn't necessarily have to be become your game. If it does, then great. But it isn't. It's more. It, it, you know, it's never going to replace tennis because, like we touched the crop past, tennis has different like plus points. But it's it's like I said, it, it's just it's another game that's not necessarily football, and that's one of the reasons I think you know, brilliant. It's you know, not every kid wants to play football even though in the UK now it is our probably our biggest sport. And it's, so I do hear that people do say, Oh, will it take over? You know, will it, will the squash decline? And I, and I, and I don't think it will because that they are different. They are different. You know, squash can be a real kind of out and out war on the court. And like, this is, this is, I think something different. It may be if you are playing a one, you know, like one-on-one, that it becomes, it becomes more competitive, but um, hopefully not. Hopefully it will it will add, you know, certainly as a business point of view, we're not looking at it as a threat. We're looking at as it as like like showcasing another great racket sport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but I do think it complements nicely. And you know, like to to bring our, our conversation towards a close, but the, the thing that that I think more than anything, and this is just going on my very first um, go, having a go at paddle, but also seeing the reactions of the people who I've seen at the club, you know, having a go at paddle. People are coming off with a smile on the face and they're having a tremendous amount of fun. And that goes whether it's a relatively newbie beginner junior yeah. or 
somebody who's advanced in their sport or an adult who is uh, perhaps hasn't played a sport, they're having fun. They're coming off with a smile on their face. What's not to love about that? Yeah, and I, and I think also like we've got to look at it in a slightly different way. We've got to think if we get, you know, there might be people that haven't like, so especially with everything that happened with COVID and stuff like that, where, you know, the squash and your badminton's got affected quite badly in terms of we couldn't play inside. We met, you know, it will bring people back into racket sports who men may go, well, do you know what? Now I'm back playing again. I might go back to my tennis. I might go back. So I think that's the best way to look at it in terms of it's, it, it, you're fine. I mean, you know, a lot of these tennis clubs are where the courts are going to be. There might be people playing paddle that then go, oh, that tennis looks great. I'm going to go and play tennis and why not be a, you know, it, it, because it, it, requires quite a lot of different skills. I think it, that's the way to market it. It's, it's just an added racket sports and you can play all. I always got told, you know, always a squash player who can't play tennis. And it used to wind me up because as a child, I did have tennis lessons. So, and I, and I, I never agreed with that. You know, like I know like some tennis coaches hated it when somebody would turn up with a chopper grip. Now, but I, you know, I learned to have both grips. And then I think that's the way to go about it because I would hate to have never played tennis because I was only a squash player. And I think it'd be the same, the same with paddle. And, and, and you know, and, and it's important for you guys, like the coaches, isn't it, to go not be threatened by it and go go try it and then play both. I think that's the message. Come on. And, and I'll, one last question for you. You know, as a, I know, I mean, you played squash to a very high level, Paul, a much higher level than I did tennis. You know, you're an international player. But, Based on what you've experienced so far, and based on the fact that I've got some mates who are squash players, yeah. do you think that paddle favours the tennis player or the squash player more going into it? I think it favours the squash player, which might be controversial. But <laughs> when I hit that, when I hit the, a length on a paddle court and I see a tennis player running to the back, if they've not experienced a war before. It's quite a funny thing because all of a sudden the legs go and they're not used to turning around because obviously tennis is always forward facing and suddenly the ball's gone past them. So I would say, I would say like, I mean, I think the tennis players will pick it up very quickly and they'll have the advantage on the forehand top spins. But certainly to start off with, um, you know, it's, it's quite funny to see a tennis player try to take the ball off the back wall. No, I've seen it. I've seen the players because... In paddle, for those who don't know, there's the back wall and, and you can you can play a ball down onto the court, but then it can bounce off the back wall and you've got a chance to get it back over. And I've seen tennis players running towards the back wall, almost yeah. bumping into the back wall yes. and uh, then struggling to get it back. So, oh, well, it'll be interesting to see. I can't wait to go <laughs> head to head, actually, with with some of the squash players. And I think I think it will also favour the tennis players who have lots of different elements to the game, you know, who, yeah. who yeah, absolutely can hit the topspin, but can hit the slice. They, you know, they can chip and charge. They can get in and volley. I think volleying... Yeah, the volleying. Really the, important. The volleying, definitely, you know, like, and you've got to be strong on that backhand volley, you know, because the, 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 the paddles are a little bit heavier. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think it's 50-50, it's, it's, it's but I'm going to say... I'm going to say I'm going to favour the squash at this stage. No, not surprised. <laughs> hey, but um, just to say, if anyone is listening, um, you know, and and if you're in the the Derbyshire area, I think I'm, I think I'm right in saying that Church Broughton's paddle court is Derbyshire's first uh, paddle tennis court. We are having an open day first of May, 
the guys from PDH Sports will be there. Um, we're going to anyone is welcome to come along. The more the merrier. It's a, very much a community resource. Um, if you're listening elsewhere in the world and you've not given Paddle a go, um, then do look it up because there's more and more courts opening all the time. Uh, if you if you're an experienced paddle player, then do get in touch and let us know what you love about the game and if you've got any thoughts that can help us who are relatively new to it. But uh, yeah, and if you're looking for a paddle racket, I would certainly recommend or paddle balls or anything like that, that you, you have a look at pdhsports.com. And, and Paul, thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for inviting me on. That's all for today, but thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoyed that, please do hit the subscribe or follow button so you keep up to date with new episodes. And we look forward to welcoming you back to my tennis journey very soon.